This is the episode that nobody wants to hear. And why is it the episode that nobody wants to hear? Nobody probably wants to hear it because I think a lot of people aren't honest with themselves. And I think a lot of people find it really difficult to sit with themselves and their thoughts, right? But the reason that this is something that you might not want to hear is because it's honest, it's the truth. I am very interested in psychology and human behaviours and I feel like over the past few years I learned a lot about psychology and human behaviours and I want to share that with you. I want to open up your eyes, I don't want you to feel shit. I, I want to have you look at this from a different perspective because you'll know for the title that this is about dating apps, right? And I've just sat down and, you know, you go into YouTube and you put those little background, like, fireplaces on your TV. Well, that's what I've done, right? And ironically, the ad that came up before this came on was Tinder, right? So, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, isn't that ironic, don't you think? It's like rain on your wedding day. <laughs> Sorry, we bit Alanis Morissette. I actually went to see her in 2022 with two of my clients. Hello, Fran. I know that you'll be listening. And um, it was great. Anyway, dating apps. So, a lot of people, I don't know if people think that because other people are really interested in relationships that it means that I'm really looking for a relationship and I'm like really interested and I think when people are in relationships as well you get almost pity for people it's such a weird thing it's like people pity you because you're a single woman but nobody pities a single man it's it's the oddest thing but there have been studies done and the happiest people on earth are single women and married men. And you go, how do you know that? Because Harvard, Harvard, Harvard have done studies on it. And the reason that single women are the happiest are because we're not picking up after everybody else, right? We're literally just doing us. And if you look at it, right, women just create the fun I think men like to think that men create the fun but when you think about a girls night we really don't need guys and we really won't invite guys and it'll just be girls and we'll have fun but at some point in the night in order for a guy's night to be the best there needs to be women involved right so we create the magic we create the fun honey and the reason why married man men sorry are the ha- are happy is because the women run about doing everything for them they don't really need to do much right so i have been single for quite some time i did see somebody for about 6 months there and yeah that's all i'm going to say about that more but um I've been single for a while and 
I get a lot of people trying to kind of set me up. Like, for instance, I was out, right, and I walked into this bar and my friend said, oh my God, like the barman looked at you. Um, oh, he is like into you, like I'm going to get his number. And I was like, what, who, what barman? There was like 10 standing in front of me. And I was like, what? Like, and she was like him. And I was just pure, no, like, no, we're not doing that. And she was like, why no? Like, oh, I'm going to ask. So the next minute she's asked another barman if this other barman's single. And I was pure mortified because I was like, one, I'm no fucking desperate. Two, he's not even my type. Three, just because somebody looks at you doesn't mean that you should be set up. Like, somebody looking at you does not mean that you should give them a chance, right? Like, how many people do you think that he eyes up that comes into that bar, right? So I'm like, no. So she can, like persists with us right and she's pure no honestly I'm going to ask for his number you you go up you ask for the drinks like let him serve you like I promise you was looking at you and I was like I, I don't fancy this guy he's like overly tall he's got like weird tattoos I don't even like tattoos he's got awful hair like I just I think maybe other people might have found this guy attractive but I did not right I was like what the fuck, right, so I ended up saying to her, do you know what, you're really pissing me off, like, don't do that to me, I'm no fucking desperate, I'm no looking for anybody, and I'm certainly no dating barmen, right, like, no, so she was like, all right, okay, but everybody's always like, oh, don't worry, like, you'll find somebody, and I'm like, I'm not worried, I am not worried, like, I am genuinely not worried, though, like, there might have been a point in time when, everything felt shit that you think oh my god like you thought you were going to be married to somebody for the rest of your life and your life was mapped out and you thought oh god actually time's a ticking what if I don't actually get the chance to have a family but then you come through the sadness and you actually go wait a minute there's like eight billion people in this world of course I'm going to meet somebody else right like of course that person just wasn't your person so even today, right, I get a text for like one of the girls in the salon and they were like, Nicole, would you consider going on Married at First Sight? And I was like, what? Excuse me. I was like, what the fuck? Like, does everybody think that I'm desperate? And I was like, I'm not even divorced yet. And she was like, but would you not even consider it? Like, I think you'd be really good on that show. And I'm like, absolutely fucking not I might like to watch it for the drama of it all but no I wouldn't like to take part in being like emotionally and mentally traumatized in front of the whole fucking world because that's what it is like did you watch the last season Jesus Christ so I think that people are maybe coming for a good place right when they are trying to find me a partner, set me up, be a wing woman, whatever it is they're trying to do. But honestly, girls, I've got this one. Like, I'm fine over here. I am very happy and very content. And the other thing that I always get told from the moment I was single was to go on dating apps. And I have a very brutal I feel like I'm going to lose some friends over this episode but 
fuck it, it's the truth. And if you don't like to hear it, then it's because you're not being honest with yourself, right? Like, so I want what's best for you guys, right? I don't want you to be devaluing yourself. So I do not like dating apps. I think that they are one of the worst things that's happened to this world, including the internet. And I know that you're listening to this because of the internet and so on and so forth. But I just feel like it's destroyed society. And, um, oh God, I don't even know where to start. But I just, I feel like dating apps are, there's low value people in dating apps, right? And I think some of the women that I know that are on it, they are looking for a high value man. And I can assure you, high value men are not on fucking Tinder or Bumble or whatever, right? I have heard so many stories being a hairdresser and I've seen friends go on numerous dates. It just, they're like the same person in a different body. And there might be an exception to the rule out there, but I feel like there are probably very few and far between. It's basically a meat market without having to go to the club. Like, they literally think about what a guy is actually doing. They are just looking at you the way that they look you up and down in a club as if you're a piece of meat. And they're swiping and going, yes, yes, yes. When they look at you in your pictures... I just don't want you to devalue yourself. I feel like it's very degrading and I feel like it's pushed as if this is how people meet people and this is how everybody meets people nowadays. But I just feel like it's very, it's a very empty place. It's, and again, I know that this is a very broad thing to say because of course there's going to be people in there that are looking for love but I feel like for the majority it's just for a hookup it's just for validation it's just to feed their ego and it's not actually for the right reasons um so I just feel like you shouldn't lower yourself like it's basically dating apps to me are basically like a sales ad like, pick me, pick me, like, put up your pictures with, like, where you look as if you're living your pure best life and the best angles and, like, the thing about it is, I remember going on a Tinder when I was going to do a podcast episode, right, and me and my friend were sat here and we were, like, swiping through and I'm reading people's, like, there's guys, like, with holding fish like the size of me do you know what I mean that they've caught and I just thought oh why does everybody paddleboard like why is everybody get a dog or a nephew in their picture and it's just like it's just so pick me it's so like how can I make myself look as if like I'm dateable like it's so pick me I can't like I don't know how I'm going to get through this episode but I just want you to see it for what it actually is and I feel like it's the best way to meet somebody is actually when you are living your life and they just come. Think about, no pun intended by that by the way, um, but think about it right in the, in the wild right, like the female, the females, they do not hunt the men, the men hunt them. 
And we've all seen a, like episodes of David Attenborough, right? Where there's a wee starfish at the bottom of the sea and he creates like this... I don't even know what you would call it. It's like some kind of mosaic in the middle of the, in the bottom of the sea so that the female starfish like kind of looks down and it catches their attention. That's how like they get them to marry them and have babies with them and have baby starfish, right? Look at... I know that they're not real, right? And people might say, like, John told me, like, my friend said, I think you just watch too many films. And I'm like, John, you just kill my dreams. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, why should it not be magical? Because I feel like when I look at relationships that I've been in and, like, people that I've dated, like, it's been me that's created the magic. It's been me that's created the most magical moments. So... I'm sure there'll be somebody out there that's like, that'll do that for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, that'll want to do things. And of course, partners have done nice things for me, so I know that it can happen. So I don't think that my expectations are too high. I think people that talk about your expectations being too high and your boundaries being too strong and things like that, that's because of their lack of boundaries and that's because of their lack of standards. So if that triggers you, then that's your issue. That's not anything to do with me. You need to up your standards and up your boundaries. And I just feel like your standards can't be that high anyway if you're on Tinder and Hinge and Bumble and things like that. And I know I'm going to offend a lot of people, but I don't mean to offend you. I just wish that you seen your value. I wish that you never treated yourself like some kind of sales ad and seen it for exactly what it is. Like, if you're a high-value woman, you're not on dating apps, like, creating some kind of sales ad, like, pick me, pick me. Like, no luxury doesn't scream pick me it's just there you need to kind of put yourself in a pedestal and treat yourself as if you are Saint Laurent or Christian Dior or Prada or whatever like treat yourself like the prize treat yourself like that bag because you are the bag right like and if you're not at that place and you think, oh, like, but I'm not everything, it's like, to be a 10, you don't need to be a 10, if that makes any sense. Like, we've all seen hot guys with, like, women that are quite plain Jane and that they're quite ordinary and there's nothing that really seems kind of special and you would think, oh, I thought he would be way, like, somebody really hot, you know, like, but he's not and it's like, that's because that girl probably really values herself and when there's a really hot guy people tend to kind of go a bit weak at the knees and be like oh my god like he's so hot I bet that girl like wasn't pure weak at the knees for him and it's probably why he liked her in the first place because when you like somebody and especially if you tell them that you like them, then they go away. It's kind of, I mean, you can use a wee bit of reverse psychology, you know, like if you want somebody to go away, if you want a man to go away 
and you want them to fuck off at the door and never hear from him again, just tell him that you love him. <laughs> but um, that that's all you need to do. You just need to care about him. So I just feel like A lot of people are on there for an ego boost. I get told to go on because it would up my confidence. And I remember being like, have you met me Do you for a confidence boost? Do you think I need any more of a confidence boost? Like, I, I don't really know many people that are very self-assured. But I grew up and I think my dad did a really good job and my mum are just, like, ensuring that we, me and my sister, were very self-assured people. We know who we are. We be ourselves. If people don't like it, we're not unkind. We're no horrible people. We're loyal. We're genuine. We're funny. We're good people. Then it's your lost all, you know? And it's like goodbye, you're not my people, it's cool, like, I'm very comfortable with who I am, and I think that I'm actually going to do another episode next week about intimidation, right, because a while ago, I was walking in Silverburn, and a guy was at one of the kind of stall things, I think he was doing something cat's protection or something like that and he stopped me and he went like that to me well like you look you're really intimidating up close and I was like what like now for somebody who is five foot tall and about 48 kilograms I just don't really know how I could be intimidating to anybody but I started to research how you could be intimidated intimidating to somebody because I think I've experienced this over the years and I think it's kind of linked as well like maybe I might link it into friendships as well so um we'll not get too far into it but I just feel like when you are a high value woman and you know your worth and you know what you bring to the table and you're very self-assured it can be very intimidating to people who, whether it's a man or a woman, I'm bisexual, it could be a woman that I date, it could be a woman that I marry. Like, so I just feel like not a lot of people in this day and age are very self-assured. I think they want to come across as if they are. But genuinely, other people's thoughts or opinions of me don't get to me anymore. I think they did in the past. And I used to, like, if I liked somebody, I would really want them to like me and that kind of thing. But now I just feel like I don't value other people's opinions over my own because if you know who you are and you know that you're a good person and that you move with love and good intention and you try to do right by people and they fuck you over and they maybe turn around as if you're the bad guy or whatever, they know deep down in their heart that that's not the truth. I don't value other people's opinions over my own. I think of myself really highly, and I think a lot of people 
can be quite uncomfortable with that because in the UK, if you're somebody that says, I love myself, I have a lot of love for myself, I have a lot of respect for myself, I'm somebody who I like, who I'm looking at when I'm looking in the mirror, I can genuinely look at myself and say, you know what, like, you're a, you're a good person, I know that you are. And know a lot of people do that. And I noticed that as well, like going through a breakup. Like, I feel like I'm getting a wee bit off tangent, but let's just finish up on what I'm saying. But a lot of people don't move the same as me. And that's became very apparent as well over the past few years where you think that you have all these things in common with people, but you actually don't. And they really show you who they are, especially during bad times and... They'll maybe say to you, oh, do this, do that, you know, like some sort of get revenge on people. Nah, like that's not how I move. Karma will get people because I know I moved with good intention and whatever. And if I start moving like everybody else, then that just makes me one of them. And that's why I'm no moving, I'm no going on to dating sites. I'm no moving like everybody else because I don't want to be like everybody else because the people that I know that have been on dating sites have met the same guy in a different body month after month. And it's just, I think that it's a place of very low value people. I really genuinely do. And if you're on it, I hope that you listen to this episode and you see this perspective and you go, oh my God, I never thought about it like that before. I never thought how much I was devaluing myself. I never thought about the fact that high-value men and high-value women, they're not out there screaming, pick me, pick me. They are the prize. They've got a lot of things going for them. They will find somebody. And I feel like as well, when you go out looking, I think that you... It's almost like going to the grocery store when you're hungry. You come out with a lot of shite that you don't need. And you can't say I'm wrong on that. I just, I don't know anybody that has formed a relationship through a dating site and it's no ended badly. And (laughs) I just feel like if that is, if how you lose them, no, how you meet them is how you lose them. And I had a client in about a month ago, I think it must have been now, And she was saying she was going out with this boy for two years. They seemed to have a wee solid relationship. They had their first argument. See, within two weeks, he went on Tinder and had a new girlfriend. And this girl was heartbroken. And I was like, hun bun, listen, see people that replace you right away. They have attachment issues. They're codependent. They need somebody before. They can't just be single. They need somebody else to replace you with, right? Because they've got attachment issues. It's a problem within them. If they're running away from somebody that loves them and cares about them and is loyal to them and is genuine, which is very fucking hard to find. So I hear in this day and age, I don't do a lot of dating to be fair, but uh, I've done enough, right? So she was heartbroken and I said, if you can't take in what I've said to you, you need to keep, you need to keep learning 
you need to because if because somebody walked out on you you suddenly think that you're nothing and you're worthless and maybe you should go on these dating sites and do the same thing then you're stooping to these people's levels and you're putting a band-aid over your pain sit with it learn about yourself you're in your 20s you don't need to be like settled down you don't need to be married off by the time you're 25 do you know what I mean like just know that you've got time take it slow and let the good times roll do you know what I mean like just I feel like everybody takes their life so seriously and I'm genuinely somebody that actually to be fair does take their life quite seriously like but at the same time I don't like I feel like the things that I need to worry about I try not to stress about them too much. I just think, do you know what? Let go and let God. Whatever's going to happen will happen. And I, I truly believe that when you go out looking for a relationship, you just, it's like going to the supermarket when you're hungry and come out with a lot of shite that you don't need. And I feel like going into these or putting yourself up on these dating apps, it comes from a place of desperation. It comes from a place of lack. It comes from a place of need. It comes from a place of loneliness. And I just feel like... I know, I know like friends that need male validation. They need to be talking to somebody. They can't stay off of dating sites and they only really seem happy when there's a guy in their life and I just feel like that's so fucking sad because really you shouldn't be on dating sites because you're lacking in an area of your life and I know that it's not realistic like for everybody to be like all happy and whole when we meet one another because that's not always the case but I just feel like when you feel lonely and you feel like I really need to meet somebody, I really want to meet somebody, like, time's ticking and, oh, I need to be on these dating sites and going on dates with people that you want to look twice at and, like, just, if you really sat down and think about it, you think, would you really want to have his children? Would you really want to be his wife? Like, come on, do you know what I mean? Like, do not lower yourself because you feel like time's ticking and I think for women, like, that's drilled into us for an early age. We're given like babies in a pram and wee kitchens and God, you get wash machines and Dysons and all of that for like your kids for an early age where there's boys grow up with fucking dinosaurs and cars and they're not told. We, we grow up completely different. We're raised completely different. Men are raised to like live in kind of live in the moment and no really think too far into the future and yes of course you might meet a man that has plans for his future and that is a good sign that is a green flag but I think you just need to relax a bit it will happen and I don't think that you need to be on dating sites and I, once again I, I just I feel as if you're not going to meet high-value people on them. It's just... It's a sad... It's a sales ad that they call Tinder. It's a sales ad that they call Hinge. 
it's a sales ad that they call Bumble. And let's be honest, if you've been on dating sites, it's like you might get talking to somebody and they might seem all right, but it's no long before they start sending you nudes or asking you to send them nudes or they take the conversation and they make it sexual and like they try and push that because that's what most girls are like. And I also feel like the generation, like the girls that are like in their 20s right now, I feel like they've grown up very, very, very sexualized and to be made to think that casual sex and hookups is like okay and that it's liberation and if men can do it, women can do it. But I can assure you there are things that, some things that women can't do and shouldn't do that men do. And you will regret everybody that you've ever been with when you meet your husband. You'll go like that, oh my God, like see the fact that you've even held somebody's hand or you've kissed somebody else, like you'll just think, oh my God, that's so mortifying. And I can't say, I say that for experience. I walked by a girl the other night and I, I remembered her from school and Again, this is a bit off topic, but it's like when I'm talking about like people from your past when it's eventually time to get married, how you'll feel that you just gave your body to everybody and anybody. You just allowed people that access to you, which is so precious. You should not be sharing your body with everybody and anybody. It's toxic. It's bad for your health as well. Like, if you've not had a check and you're on dating apps and you're having casual sex, please get yourself down to the Sandyford. No, they're no sponsoring this episode, but they fucking should be. Um, <laughs> so, don't have sex because you will get chlamydia and die. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Um, by the way, can I just say, hate that they've made mean girls again. Why can they not just be original? Why do they need to take good things and try and recreate them? Like, fuck off, use your own mind. And then we're back to the podcast, right? So, what was I talking about? Oh, God, I hate this, this mind of mine. Honest to God, guys, sometimes I'm just like 10 seconds home and I think I was right in the middle of making a very valid point, but... Yeah, I was talking about men and women and how they shouldn't do the same things. Like, if you've been with some, if you've been with like a bunch of people and then you're walking in a shopping centre. Last night, I remembered this girl um, from school. And I mean, at the time she was like 15. <laughs> and everybody has got a story about somebody, right, that they know. Like, it's like the story that you remember them by. And I remember this girl being like, let's say very well developed um, for a 15 year old and quite, I think her and her wee pal were like kind of quite pretty girls, right? So that that was obviously in their favour as well, but they were also very loose girls, right? Like I think they really enjoyed the attention, but I would imagine that when they look back now, they must be mortified because there was a story about this girl that I remembered and it was to do with a sexual act in a tent when she was 15. 
And I don't want to pure judge her because I'm pretty sure she was drunk and we've all made an arse ourselves or made our own decision. But I just feel like you should be a wee bit more careful about the decisions, like who you're having sex with as a woman because you're devaluing yourself and it's no liberating and you think it's liberating and you think, oh, well, men can do it, so women can do it. And I just feel like, no, people know that you don't respect yourself and that hurts you. That doesn't hurt the other person because they've got what they wanted for you. That leaves you feeling empty, worthless. Women can't really have sex with people at least not multiple times with the same person and not release that emotion and no begin to form an attachment to them and things like that. I think that there's probably been a time where you thought that you could and then you've thought, oh, fuck, like, actually, I really like this person or you might even have thought, oh, I actually love this person, like, shit. You know, like, so... I don't want you to be devaluing yourself. I want you to be making sure that you are being very choosy with who has access to you. I want you to put yourself on that pedestal. I want to treat yourself like a luxury brand because you are the bag. You are the prize. And I promise you, I would rather have men want me and never be able to have men, never be able to touch me than like a hundred men being able to say, oh, I had her, a hundred percent. Like, you don't want to be that woman. And I remember seeing a TikTok video about that and it was a guy that said that, like, imagine, like, you're standing next to your missus and, like, you're standing in a room and there's a hundred guys and they've all had her. How embarrassing would that be? And, I mean, things like Tinder and all that as well. It's, like, I've always kind of thought, how many people have slept with, like, other people's friends, like, people's best friends and all that on that? Because everybody's just on there chatting, sending nudes, having sex before they even know their surnames, do you know what I mean? Like, they're not thinking about herpes and genital warts and crabs and the last names. Like, they're just having sex with them and they don't know anything about them like so (laughs) it's it's just not for me I feel like um I had a very brief insight into dating apps um and it it's just awful it gives me the ick to be honest with you it really does give me that so you won't be finding me in dating apps and you'll not be seeing me on maths unless I'm getting paid a hell of a lot of money for it and you know that I'm acting because I am not genuinely going to marry somebody on the telly it would need to be for a lot a lot a lot <laughs> we're talking millions right which so it's never going to happen um but if the podcast takes off and they're letting people on, like, for podcasts on Strictly, would love to do that. And I would also do The Jungle. I think that's amazing. Um, but, yeah, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. 
And I hope that you can see where I'm coming from, right? Because I just feel like people are struggling out there in the dating world is awful. But here's the thing. If you think men treat you poorly, and this is the biggest bit of brutal advice that you're going to hear all week, I promise you. But (laughs) don't turn it off yet. So... If people are treating you with disrespect, if men are treating you with disrespect, the honest truth is because you're allowing it. Because you're lowering your standards, you're accepting the bare minimum and you're putting up with it, right? So I believe that we break our own hearts. You know in the beginning when you meet somebody. So please don't let yourself come from a place of desperation or lack Fulfill those voids by yourself and you absolutely can. And I don't want to sound like, uh, I don't know, like 20 year old sitting listening to this being like, oh my God, like she's just pure old woman, like sitting there going, oh, you don't need any men. Like, oh, don't have sex. Like, well, I'm not saying don't have sex and you don't like want need to meet men, but like try meeting them authentically, Right. Like, try getting to know somebody. How about getting to know somebody's last name before you let them have sex with you, right? Think about how they'll laugh at you after you just allowed them to have sex with you and you don't even know their last name. Think about what's been said in the group chat about you when you're sending nudes to somebody that you've been talking to for an hour on Tinder, right? Like, is that somebody that could you look in the mirror and say oh I'm proud of myself no you couldn't right so I want you to up your standards because you'll get your heart broken a hell of a lot less and I'll tell you something you might think oh it's lonely but it's even lonelier being in a relationship where the person doesn't fulfill your needs and they're no your person and you just got with them because you were bored and you were desperate and you were lonely and everybody else was doing it. I'm 26, my pals are all getting married and all that, like, and I've not even got a boyfriend. Good. Because remember, single women are the happiest people and married men are the happiest people. No married women. No single men. Single men will allow you to think that they're the happiest. However, single men are not really single because they're going about from situationship to situationship, putting it in, anything with a pulse, right? So please up your standards, think about these things, right? Think of this as like sisterly advice. I don't want you to make an arse of yourself. And I'm not saying I've never made an arse of myself. That's why I can talk about things like this. But just don't allow people access to you because you're having a moment where you think I need attention because it is mostly for ego that people are on there. It's for some people, they're not even interested in actually meeting you, dating you. It's just a case of they want their ego fed. They want to be told how hot they are. They want to be told, oh my God, you're so amazing. Like they want to be asked, so when are we going on a date? Like don't waste your time doll. Go get your nails done. Go get your hair done. Do some self-care. Read a good book. Watch a series on Netflix. Cook yourself a nice meal. Just do fucking anything. 
go and exercise, go to Pilates, go walks, get a dog, they're loyal. And um, ask yourself this one last question. After everything that Nicole said to me, right, that I might not have liked to hear. She's being honest. <laughs> Talking about myself in a third party, what is that? Anyway, do I hold myself to a high standard? Because as I said, we break our own hearts. And we know in the beginning when somebody is not good for us and they're no quite hitting the bar and I don't believe in this perfect partner right so like when people say oh you'll write down a list of what you want and one day that guy will come along and he'll just be the mo the perfect guy for you and he'll be everything that you've ever dreamed of I just don't think the perfect person exists but I think that you can settle for a lot less than what you've ever wanted for yourself or what you deserve and I don't want you to do that so if you your answer to that is no I don't hold myself to a high standard then if you're looking for a high value man or woman how do you expect them to be attracted to you if you don't hold yourself to a high standard again another bit of brutal advice right but is somebody that holds myself to a high standard, again, I want somebody to match that. I take care of myself, I'm into fitness, I like to eat healthy, I like to be active. I, I've been with somebody that was the opposite of that and I know that that's the kind of three key points of what I need. I need somebody that's kind of on par because that's lifestyle and you also need somebody that's got the same morals and values as you. So there are the five pillars, right, for me. What are your five pillars? You might have more than five pillars, but I thought I would just make it a bit easier for you, right? Because this has been a bit of a brutal episode. And I'm sorry if I made anybody cry. But boys make you cry as well. But in a different way, right? So I love you all. I will speak to you next week. Have a think. You can email me, thehair411 at yahoo.com. You can get me on Instagram. You can get me on Twitter under the same handles. So, um, yeah, goodbye for now. <laughs>